Good Monday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. A show when you get some knowledge on real estate, maybe a little insight on your resting heartbeat, a little perspective <laughs> on your beats per minute, and on, how about a little, little chitter chatter on some butter? Everything oh. and anything oh. on Real Talk with Keith Smith, can presented we, can by we even do that? Yes Realty Partners. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. we got to do that, too, right? <laughs> I was trying to give your company some props. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, can we do that? Can we talk about resting heartbeats and butter at the same time? We can talk about anything you want. You're the executive producer. So, um, Did you see that biomedical news from the University of Virginia over the weekend? I did, from the Manning family. $100 million donation? Yeah, well, you know. Thousands of new jobs very, very soon. To the Charlottesville, Albemarle County, and Central Virginia area. Not that thousands. We, and not and not that we had any insight on if that was going to happen or not. That being said, you know we've been talking about that trend for quite a while on the show, right? You know th- this this trend of of moving forward on it. And um, I mean, we can we can kind of kick off the what the what today. Right, <clears throat> I posted on my Facebook page, and and uh, Judah, uh, if you have the, if you, I know this is on the fly, but if you can post it in the feed, that would would be great. If not, but look, I just took a look at the last seven days ending yesterday, and the same seven days because somebody taught me, oh yeah, how to be able to do this on my phone, on my iPhone, we were like pretty darn close to flat. Sixty new homes came on the market in the car footprint in the last. The last seven days, 57 the same week last year. This week, 87 went pending. Last week was 89. So that's about as flat as flat can, can be. Um, by the way, the price changes uh, are holding about, about the same. A L- little bit higher the last seven days versus those seven days. It's uh, 39 versus 24 on that end of it. Uh, sold. A little lower down, sold as 55. Last week was 68. But, you know, this, this isn't, you know, what to what. This isn't, you know, when you start looking about what's coming on and going off, we are about as flat as flat can be. Last week was a little bit upside down in favor of, of the week. But, you know, we keep a track on that week over week and see how it's going. So love to hear from anybody, any realtor, anybody in out there in uh, – can't even say TV land anymore. What, what, what do you we, call this TV land? TV land? Yeah, show. People ask, what do you call this? Show? Podcast? Talk show? People don't know what this is. This is the future. This is the future. This I don't is, know. Is it appropriate for me to talk about what last night, yesterday, you when can, I was... You can talk about anything you want. You're the executive producer. Meet the Jetsons. <laughs> this is the future. George. Yeah. What's his wife? What's George's wife? Jane. His wife. Is it Jane. Sounds good to me. Me, the Jetsons. Is it Jane? What was George's wife on the Jetsons? Can someone help me? Neil Williamson. I want, I'm curious oh, of know. your take. Does anybody know? Neil Williamson's watching the program. What do you make of the Manning family, a $100 million donation to the University of Virginia, and the University of Virginia straight up saying thousands of new jobs coming to the area? What do you make of that, Neil Williamson? Uh, yeah, I mean, but... It's great. I mean, that Manning family are just oh, A plus people, A plus wonderful people. I'm, I'm, I'm so you know so happy that they're doing this. It's, it's going to help some wonderful people. But all the jobs, you know, this is the reason why it is, I segued into the 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 week over week, 
right? You know, everybody kind of the end of last year was predicting either inventory was going to go up, pendings were going to go down, and we're not, at least the first couple of few weeks of, of January, we're not seeing that. You know, that's, these pendings are more than likely contracts were written in December, right, right at, at that point. But still December's December, right? You know, there, there really is no, it's been this way a couple of years, and I just think this is the new, the new normal. I don't think we're going to see a lot of, um, a lot of so-called spring market. It's just going to go into it. Well, you say the spring market's already sprung. It's sprung, man. It's sprung in, 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 a, big, in a big way. Uh, but at, at some point, since our dear friend Mr. Williamson is listening, uh, we do have stats for Green County uh, last year ending numbers going back to 2017. So uh, at some point, we'll chat a little bit about that. And I also took, just to, for the heck of it, took a look at Lake Monticello single-family detached that's on the market and pending in Green County because I kind of feel they're the same market as far as product type goes. Um, and some interesting stats on that. I, uh, I expected it to be a little bit on par, and, and Green County's uh, active to pending ratio is substantially different than Lake Monticello's because they're about the same number of things. What, what do you think? Do you think Green County's active to pending ratio is lower or higher than Lake Monticello? Lower active to pending? Yeah, Lake so Monticello another- has barely any. Yeah. It's, that, that's exactly right. I'd say Green County's got more uh, active yeah. listings than the lake. Yeah, big time. Uh, so Lake Monticello right now, as of this morning, has eight uh, single-family detached dropout new construction. Green County has 24. And if I remember my math right, uh, you know, Lake Monticello is roughly around um, 4,500. So, so Green County obviously has more rooftops than Lake Monticello, but... I just kind of wanted to take a quick reference to that, and their pending at Lake is 13, and the pending on Green County is 15. So, you know, the, the numbers of percentages are a little bit reversed. In other words, there's more coming on the market in Green County than going pending. Lake Monticello is the opposite. There's more going into pending that's coming on. Um, good friend Neil Williamson shared a link. He wants your perspective on it. True. It's a bearish link. It's not a bullish link. You still want to comment on the bearish link? Sure. You sure? No. Are you sure? It's a talk show. I think I'm supposed to talk. I think you're supposed to talk. We say that to Judo often. Um, this I was think a, we're supposed to talk. This was a link that was posted this morning. I'm ready. Very fresh. I'm ready. Oh. The U.S. real estate market. Are you calling me fresh? This is according to KB Holmes. Yeah. We're back on new construction. KB Holmes new construction reports 68% cancellation rate of new home construction contracts in Q4 of 2022. Yeah. KB Holmes says the real estate market is in big trouble right now. Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm going to kind of twist this around a little bit. Okay. As I sometimes do. KB uh, Holmes is one of the largest home builders in the okay, country. Okay, that's what we need that we yeah. need to quantify. You're saying it's not local. It's a macro storyline. I'm saying more than that. A, it's a macro, but I'll bet you when we sit down and bring in the new construction folks, Stanley Martin Homes and the custom custom folks in that, you will hear the same probably numbers, right? It's just the volume is less. Maybe the percentage is about, is about the same. But that's new construction, right? The existing 
stock, the existing homes. That's the reason why I pull out new construction quite a bit um, when I look at my numbers because it's very different. When we go take a look at Greene County's numbers, you'll, you'll see inventory on the inventory slide. It's all over the place. On the, volume, on, on the sales side, on the, on the cost side, you're going to see it slide, sliding, sliding up. So my take on that is pretty simple, that, that yes, it's a macro number. Everything I've got in front of me, I've got something about is in inflation impacting the millennials, millennial home buyers, market report 23 in edition on that. Um, <clears throat> where matters, the micro market matters. It's the reason why I was picking Lake Monticello and Green, Green Apart. And the what matters, you know, new construction is, um, is going to take a hit. I also read another report, which would be interesting to you. Um, renovations are starting to drop, right? Renovation, the volume of renovations. I don't have it in front of me. It was something quick I read this morning starting to drop. So you're going to see... Well, we know why renovations are dropping. Well, it's, it's, it's... Financing those renovations has gotten exponentially more expensive. And I mean, people don't mind taking a HELOC or some kind of line of credit when the rate's 2 or 3%. Now that the rate's way higher, unless they're paying cash or pulling money out of stocks and equities, then it, it, it's it's the cost to do cost of doing business. It's, it, it's on top of that, find a remodeler that's going to do quality work, and we like interstate service company. All you got to do is pull down the tab over here and give them a call. They'll they'll they have the resources, they have the people, they have the ability. It's it's the financing end of it, and either you're using it in cash or or whatever, but you know, ISC can do it. Uh, you just got to fix. Service company, home's best friend, and you've got to you've got to work in that 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 front end. Coffee's kicking in. And there you go. VMV Brands has repped Interstate Service Company for I think 13 years now. We we know the family inside and out. In fact, we have a Zoom call, I believe, coming on the near horizon. Um, Kevin Yancey says BlackRock had a similar forecast about real estate in the United States. Um, uh, a bearish one. So, look, guys, here's the reality. We got to navigate significant headwinds still, but there is some light. And some of that light is inflation starting to show signs of peaking, which may mean the Fed uh, can be less hawkish, although rate hikes are still on the horizon. Um, Scott Morris has said you could probably see rates in the high fours by the end of this year, maybe by summer. And I, and I, I really don't know if that's a good thing or not. Because I, I, can, I can tell you, realist, the real I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe I'm wrong. The realist, well, the real estate market is so tight right now, and, it, and all these macro things that you read, you know, what, when you start taking deep dives into it, I was reading something that uh, Lawrence Young, uh, who's the National Association... Lawrence Yoon. Yoon, excuse me. Yeah. Is um, the National Association's Realtor Chief Economist, and I read a lot, I read a lot of Lisa Sterevin's uh, writings on that. People are way smarter than Keith Smith, for sure. It's very micro, and, and it's the catchphrase that we came up with, micro, mar micro markets matter, and it is going to matter. You and know what that's called? I don't micro know. markets matter? I don't know. What alliteration. Called. It's called alliteration. Hey, Siri, what is alliteration? Alliteration, <laughs> micro markets matter, MMM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Siri's actually telling me <laughs> what it means. Kevin Yancey, don't forget that bottle of bourbon for Scott Morris. You owe him one. Yeah. 
So, so micro markets matter, right? And micro markets and product type, and, and, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be saying this till I'm blue in my face, right? Right now, the six rights matter, right? Right location, price, feature, condition, timing, the right timing, and, and the right people on the other, on the other side matters uh, in, in a transaction. I'm, I'm working through three, transact, three, four transactions right now that we put on on the 1st of January that, you know, the putting them under the contract was the easy part. Now we're managing very complicated issues like a garage half on another piece of property kind of fun stuff like that. So it matters on who's, who's part of the transaction. But, man, I, I can tell you uh, the calls that we get. I'm literally at a funeral yesterday, and two things happened. One was love what you and Jerry do, three people which was very awkward and not an appropriate place to do that. The second conversation was, tell me what's going on in the local real estate market. And I thanked them for their time and gave them my card and said we could talk some other time. This is not the right time or place uh, to do that, which was a little, little shocking, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old school to me. I thought that was a bit, bit, bit odd. But in any event, uh, the good news was is I was asked the question and the better news is we'll have conversation, conversations about that. But people, this is, this is a thing everybody wants to talk about. Everybody wants to, to be part of what is the market and what's going on. And, and, and again, pull down the tab and real talk with Keith Smith. All these partners are the right partners to help navigate that from Ross Moggers to ISC to closure title, ally property if you want some property management. Um, even Neil Williamson, <laughs> you know, is the, well, you really need to follow him. But, you know, so right now getting a trusted advisor and getting in the, in the game is really what it's about. Um, Christoph shares the KB Home link as well. Yeah. So that's on two different pages that's yeah. been shared. KB Home is one of the largest home builders in the nation. KB Home released its Q4 report late last week. The report showed that it had a 68% cancellation rate on new construction projects in Q4. Normally, the cancellation rate is somewhere between 10 and 20%. So we're talking anywhere from, I mean, we're talking about sub substantially higher than it should be. Um, now, one thing we got to highlight but, is... But, yeah, but, but did you ask yourself why? I mean, I would imagine it's because folks couldn't afford the homes anymore. So they tried to cancel the contracts because they realized the debt service payment got out of control for them. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I'm reading something from Forbes Home Builders Confidence. Scott Morris is watching. What's up, Scotty hey, Moe? Forbes Home Builders Confidence jumps for the first time in 12 months. Uh, as housing markets turning burnt may, may be here. Now, we can read multiple different things. Market Watch five days ago, U.S. Builder confidence bounced back, uh, breaking a 12-month losing streak. So it depends on the, on the leading edge of the, that data uh -huh. on that. You know, how, when was that data put, put together? But the last couple of articles I'm reading, which is more current, um, you know, there's another one from Housewire. Has, uh, have we found the bottom of, of housing sales? I mean, do you think we're at the bottom of the market now? Ooh. Are we at the bottom of the market? Funny, I had somebody yesterday, yesterday call me up and ask me, what does it mean when you say yes, maybe no yes? So I have to explain it apparently. Do you think we're at the bottom of the market in Central Virginia? It, it depends. It depends. It depends on product type, location, right, where you're at. It, yes, I mean, 
if we're looking at Lake Monticello, I've got eight homes on the market right now to buy from, and 13 are impending, and I'm starting to look at the medium days on market uh, just buzzing through this. Right now it's at 30, 30 days, but if you buzz through the, the ones that are on pending, I've got 40, 68, 65, 40, 40, 142 days on the market, and then 9 and 71. So, you know, the, the homes have been on the market for a couple of months are starting to sell now. So that maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what that's what, you know, who was it pre last Wednesday was saying, you know, she keeps a close track on days on market. I've always followed days on market. Got some pushback from fellow real estate professionals that that was not an accurate way of looking at it, but I think it is. When you start start seeing that that these homes that have been on the market for 60, 90 days, 100 over 120 days selling now we got to see what they sell for because when we look at the data a month from now when they close you know did they sell for list price below you know that kind of thing but homes that have been sitting around for a while are starting to sell so you say we're at the bottom in a very it depends on the location john blair and stan what's up Welcome i think i think in if you're outside of my pair rubber band that i talk about all the time no i've i got a i've got a piece of property that's outside of that rubber band that I'm helping two attorneys sell that um, we've got zero phone calls on. Wrong location, wrong price, wrong feature, great condition. Kevin Yancey wants to know, is it buyers canceling or builder canceling spec homes? It's buyers canceling, Yeah, it's Kevin. buyers canceling. It's yeah. buyers canceling because yeah, they can't yeah, afford yeah, it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, you know, locally, if you take a look at some local builders and stuff like that, they overbuilt certain product at certain price points. And of course, with the interest rates jumping up, they all of a sudden become not expensive, uh, too cost, uh, not cost effective for them. Now they're walking away from deposits, by the way, right? You know, they're these they're not just walking away free and clear. There's some deposits that are on on the table. That We're still thousands of dollars. They're yeah. substa- substantial amount of money that they're walking away from. The other little twist about new construction, and, and Scott will correct me if I'm wrong. Scotty Mo, jump in here, Scotty um, Mo. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, typically, you know, you're looking at three, four, six months lead time, right? This is on the production side, right? Right, and you're not locking in the day you write a contract, right? Right, locking in your rate. So that's probably what happened a lot. If you take that fourth quarter and go backwards to second quarter third quarter of 2022 that's when the spike went through these are now impacting back on the fourth quarter um i I think you might see a bit of a change by the end of the first quarter on the new construction cancellation thing but you know it it did happen and it did have an impact on it but where you're located right now it's it's making it's you know there's Freaking eight homes for sale, Lake Monticello. I just, eight out of 4,300. 4,300. I don't know how many rooftops are in in uh, Greene County, but right now there's 24 on the market, ranging from 220 to 1.9 million. That's been on the market for 800, 710 days on that end of it. The medium days on market for actives in Greene County is 53. So that's climbing up to that 60-day mark that I always talk about on you know when when it becomes really a buyer's market but i i suspect you'll see that 53 start 
start adjusting over the next 30 to 60 days downward, in my opinion. Join us in the discussion, guys. Keith Smith, Real Talk with Keith Smith, online at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Multiple people are asking, I, and I realized a lot of news broke over the weekend. The Brackney lawsuit, Judah, oh, yeah. was dismissed. Yep. $10 million wow. lawsuit dismissed. Kudos to my fellow brother, Marine. Bellamy Brown named in the lawsuit, now free and clear. Bellamy Brown also nice. running for delegate along with Dave Norris. One of the key pieces of news that broke over the weekend is the University of Virginia building a $300 million biotechnology campus that university and elected officials say will generate life-saving technology, but maybe even more importantly, bring thousands of new jobs to the area and put the Commonwealth on the map as a life science hub. Legitimately, they are predicting thousands of new jobs. So, so I, list off the ones that off the top of your head. You have this. You have the data center. Data science center is another one that's still not in its full force. That's going to bring thousands of new jobs. What do we have? What, what medium-sized tech companies do we have right now that are bringing people in? They're saying they're not. Was um, Willow Tree. Willow Tree. is right. hiring more and bringing people from outside the area they to work here. So that's only, again, the... To go back to, you can read. And the last two weeks alone, we have heard this biotechnology firm, Willow Tree and Woolen Mills. Granted, the data science news has been percolating for a little while. Those three phenomenons, the biotech news and $300 million um, for this, this new biotech campus, $100 million coming from Paul Manning and the Manning family, Diane Manning as well. Willow Tree said they're going to bring people from outside the area to Charlottesville to work at the Willow Tree headquarters and now the data science school. We have up. said all along on this show that as density upticks in Charlottesville, that density upticking because of upzoning would be cannibalized by the University of Virginia admitting or hiring more people. And that's exactly what's happening. So That's exactly what's happening. I, I would was hoping to see... You know, you know, if inventory needs to creep up a little bit, look, let's let's face it. The, the reality of it is, <clears throat> we're not building enough. We just had this conversation about contracts being canceled, right? I feel like my hair is a little off today. I need look, a haircut. Look sideways. Let me see. I missed my haircut. No, I don't want to look sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling yeah. self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. Is my hair off, Mrs. Miller? Sorry. Go ahead, Keith. Feeling a little self-conscious. I missed my haircut on Friday. Your show's yours. Keep talking. Don't Mr. talk about Mr. my Miller. Hair. You brought it up. It. I know. I'm sorry. ADHD's kicking in here. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I, now I can't stop. You. I want focusing this on your hair. Thank uh, you. I actually, had something really intelligent. Kelsey writes on the feed. Jerry, you look great. Thank I, you, I really had something intelligent to say. Thank intelligent you. to say, or make up new words. <clears throat> now I lost it. You got me all focused. I'm sorry, on your I'm hair. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate it when you do I'm that. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. So let me see if I can bring it back here. Somebody help me bring back my train um, of The density being cannibalized by UVA. Got and it. By science, technology, yeah, engineering, yeah. math, finance. Yeah. So the, the, the back to this, hey, we need to stay focused on a couple of things. One is all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, so, one of the main rules of Real Talk with Keith Smith is don't get Keith distracted. 
And I'm I can't look that. at you now. I'm failing. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you do it on purpose. I do do it on purpose. You did it on purpose. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear from the powers that be about this, though. You are definitely, <laughs> especially since we have a meeting today. You are totally gonna hear from I the know. powers that be on that, and it and it and it the, the, the it doesn't start with a K. No, I know it does not. We all know, it's Keith. Closer at the end. <laughs> we of, all know that. Closer at the, the end, end of the, of the envelope. End of the envelope. End of the uh, alphabet. alphabet. Thank you. I can't. Even I can't even speak right today, but but look, all this paper in front of me, everything that I read, and and, and all kidding aside, all right, we love to have fun, yeah. Um, but I we do I do a ton of reading, and if you read, if you dig into these more macro stuff, it's great data, it's great stuff to read, it's great to get a, on a picture picture of it, but it's really more important now to dial into everything that's local. Reach out to your trusted advisors. You know, love to you to watch or listen to what Jerry and I do three times a week with wonderful guests or maybe just Jerry and I, <laughs> Batman and Robin. But we have Neil on. We, we have we have wonderful guests on. I love people, Neil. People way smarter than me. But the reality of it is is look at your local data. Talk to your local trusted advisors and everybody from Scott Morris all the way down through what's what's what, your local real estate professional because that's what matters, right? What matters is, is what's happening in your neighborhood. To your point, to your point, you know, again, economics 101, not too smart. Right, but you know, if my supply is here and my demand is there, the prices are just going to grow and grow and grow, and and at some point we'll get to that for Green County because Green County is just if you take a look at the color bars and you know if you don't mind, uh, Judah, go into slide number two real quick. Ooh, slide two, Judah. Slide two, Green Ooh. County. This is this is not volume, but this is just as what has happened since. And I didn't print out a copy today. I've, Showed up 15 minutes. Well, you've got a real talk with Keith Smith to see slide number two. There you go. Well, I don't think it's quite up yet. It won't be up to the is end. Is it up of the... yet? Real talk with KeithSmith.com. Oh, it is. Judah's got it up. Look at you. Damn, Judah. Let's give Judah some props. Judah Wiggins. Look, look at the Judah. Did you, see, did, did you see that little, I know. You know, like, like, Good you, job, like Judah. you doubted me? <laughs> like, really? If you guys want the most <laughs> up to date stats and data, on sales and volume and inventory sold, realtalkwithkeithsmith.com and click on the menu bar. What's the name of that tab, Judah Wickhauer? Uh, Green County. Let's see. I think he was talking about the big yeah, one. Yeah, I'm talking about the big <laughs> the one. Big, the big I, know. I even knew that. I, knew. I even knew Market that. reports. <laughs> Damn it, Market Judah. Report. Market reports. Keith always has Judah's back. <laughs> you always have Judah's back. That's because I love him. That's I know why. you do. I love him. You also and, know and, he controls the microphone and the cameras. And anybody that can make me look this good, I want to be very kind to. You I look great. Kind, uh, Neil My hair is much better than yours Your hair today. is better than mine today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith, Neil says not, this is not about the hair. UVA has stepped up to increase affordable housing supply. I, I know UVA is making an effort to increase affordable housing supply. But my friend, my friend Neil Williamson, my good buddy, that's a long, long, long time away. We're talking years and years and years away. And then, and 
What is he talking about? Fontaine, yeah. the housing, the affordable housing? No, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and obviously, 29 North. Yeah, and I know a little bit about it because I have You were to, on the team. Well, I'm part of it anyway. Um, and actually, we've had some conversations last week with some key folks at the university about that. And to your point, it's going to take a while. There's going to be rezonings required, right? Because they, you know, they moved all the land, the three parcels. Well, one of them was one of them always was part of the foundation. I believe the two other, the Fontaine and the uh, one on West Main Street across from, um, oh, I forgot the name of the hotel, the Draftsman. Okay. Uh, it's great. was hotel. owned by the university. They moved them over to ownership by the foundation, which means that they'll have to go through a rezoning process through the city. They just won't be able to do it because it's not part of part of the city, which was a smart move. They should have done that. That it makes all the sense in the world. But to your point, we've got to go through rezoning. We got to go through site plan. We've got to go through all that fun stuff. Then you got to build it. Then you got to build it. Um, you know, so it's a multiple years, years, years out. Yona and I were coming in today, and we drove past Colonial Circle up in Fulvana County. And, you know, she just looked at me and said, I can't believe it took you six years to get to the point that they're actually ready to put foundations in the ground out there uh, on the development, you know, probably mid-summer, you know, by looking at the project where they're, at, where they're at with the construction side of things. So, you know, it'll take a long time. To Neil's point, though, um, more is better. We need more density. There's a bunch of uh, stuff running through the state legislature, which I know Neil's on top of, and um, we're going to let Neil come in at an appropriate time that it works for him to start talking about some of that stuff, uh, what's going through. But one of the things that are running through the legislature side by uh, Sally Hudson uh, is um, sponsoring it is working through some of these auxiliary dwelling units. So at the state level, it's already done. You know, again, a Dillon rule state, we've, we've got to can't do anything that the state doesn't say you can't do. That way the jurisdictions are empowered. Correct. So, but if you take a look at that slide too, just to take a look at the price volume, price points for Green County, you know, 2017, the median sales price, single family detached was at 237. We're at, at 340 at the end of 2022. You know, that, that's a substantial uptick in that. But, but to Jerry's point, if you go to slide number one on that, please, Judah, take a look at where the volume was uh, all over the place, right? It was, there was a 36% drop between 21 and 22. Uh, 21 was the banner year at three, 309 units sold or closed, and 2022 was a drop down to 227, which, by the way, is below 2017, which was 232, right? So, you know, right now, last year, this is why this micro markets kind of matter. Some of these jurisdictions we've been looking at, Jerry, some of them are kind of looking like 18 and 19, and Green County right now is kind of looking more like 17 as far as volume volume goes on that end of it. So, you know, it really requires this trusted advisor that can dig into the data, dig into the information that, that will help you in your specific location. Did I say Pacific or specific? Yeah, you said right. Specific. Did I say Pacific? Yeah. I said, Pacific. Yeah. Did I say Pacific? You said specific. Did I say specific? Specific. I didn't say the ocean, right? No. Okay, you good. said specific. Because I was going. My hearing aids aren't quite Well, you're ready in. for another vacation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Neil says this. And we got I got to jump in at some point on the whole grandparent thing because it's really becoming obsessive with us. 
Go ahead, Neil. Um, what comes first, UVA's affordable housing or the jobs from the Paul Manning project that was just announced? I'd say it's 100% the jobs. 100% the jobs. Mm. The Paul Manning project, the Fontaine... I, I don't... I don't necessarily agree with you. It and you're reading it, so you can probably share some information. I am. But they have to build a facility for that. Plant, ah, plants for the Institute call for several options housed under one roof at, at Fontaine Research Park and a building between 250,000 and 350,000 square feet in size. Okay. Well, if that's the case, if we're not... The park, which is owned and operated by the foundation, already exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less than two miles away from grounds <laughs> off I-64 and Route 29. Yeah. Today, the, the research park is home to roughly 10 buildings, yeah. including the Sheridan G. Snyder Transitional Research Building and two other medical research buildings. Yeah, I, I, I know that space well. That's where I go for my... Legitimately, they're predicting thousands of yeah. new jobs, both directly and indirectly. So, so look, it's, it's like anything... And that does not include the private companies the Institute will attract, which are going to set up shop to cherry-pick the talent that comes from the uh, the research part. Yeah. So, to answer Neil's question, um, and thank you for reading that in detail to us. Um, if we're not if we're not doing a data center scenario where we're building a facility, which which by the way that'll probably come online before long before this affordable housing data center for sure. Yeah. So 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 everybody understands with this UVA housing thing just to kind of get this wrap this around they're really only focusing on two projects right now they haven't even released the rfq request for quotes for the um oh, come on help me out 29 north um is it norfolk norfolk thank yeah. you for norfolk they haven't received the, re released the rfq on that nevertheless uh the rfp so acronyms rfqs they send out for qualifications is jerry qualified to do this and then they narrow a pool down to X numbers, which is where they are now with these two other, two other facilities. Um, and then they, they're still writing the RFP to go out to solicit people to come on. And we don't know if people will join or not or whatever, but it's, short, it's been shortlisted. And full disclosure, one of the organizations that are shortlisted I'm part of, which is RHP and the land trust and, and all that stuff. So, you know, we're excited about that, that opportunity. But, uh, you know, we've got to go, they got to go through that. Then they got to go through the rezoning process. The two parcels that are on the table right now, to be clear, is purely rental environments. There's no ownership component to that whatsoever. The North Fork portion of it supposedly will have ownership components in it. But not the dirt. That's the tricky part they yeah. need to get through, and that's why it's important to emphasize that. Yeah, and that's why the land trust is kind of in this because we can help with we can help with that. Because UVA wants to keep ownership of the dirt, they're going to do a lease, and we've built the system to do that. Right, you can, we can do this efficiently and to the point. Which brings me up on something with my ADDs going sideways a little bit, a uh, little bit chatter for after the show. Um, uh, we, we've got to raise some money for the land trust so we could start buying some property in the city of Charlottesville. Uh, the market's doing it because they all know I'm losing my mustache. Uh, <laughs> literally, I've got clients calling me up and say, help me find something. I want to do this before you lose your mustache. So they, they know. And uh, 
so, you know, we're going to try to raise a bunch of money, and we'll talk about that off air and how to do that. Um, the building you were talking about on West Main Street um, was the old Sears building. Um, the old Sears property, oh Bill God, says. That, that had to be before my time. Was that before? When was that, Bill McKenzie? That had to be before 20, that had to be before 87. Is that right, Bill? It, you know, it's funny. I mean, I got here in 2000, so I've been here 23 years. It's funny Bill should say that. It looked, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a 1960s, 1970s kind of traditional Sears building. That's what he's saying. Yeah, it, that, that's interesting. That I did Sears not building. know that. Learned something today. Thank you, Bill. Very nicely done. Nicholas Erpy, welcome to the program. Thank you kindly for joining us. Um, we are talking about the Paul Manning $100 million donation to build what is being marketed and branded as a world-class biotechnology campus at the University of Virginia Fontaine Research Park. $100 million from Paul and Diane Manning. A um, $100 million gift from the Mannings, $50 million um, investment from the Commonwealth of Virginia and $150 million investment from UVA. Thousands of jobs expecting in the very near future. So, <clears throat> It closed when Fashion Square opened. He says that used to be Sears. Yeah. And then Sears moved to Fashion Square Mall. You just thank, learned something. Thank, thank, I did. Thank you, Bill. And it makes sense now. If you look at the building, it, it totally makes sense. Look, I, I, I kind of want to go back a little bit to this new construction thing that um, Neil jumped in and this, you know, cancellation of contracts and all that kind of great stuff. If you're just tuning in, one of the nation's largest builders said in the fourth quarter of last year that 68% of its new construction contracts were canceled in, a, in, in Q4. And, of course, you want to take a deep dive in that and find out what areas did. And, oh, by the way, um, that they're not in our space, right? They KB Homes is not in Central Virginia. That I'm aware of, I've never. I've never heard of KB Homes. I've heard of KB Homes quite a bit. Well, not in Central Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they may be up around Northern Virginia or even Richmond. I don't even know uh, Norfolk or something like that. But I don't. I know they're not in our region. I know all the players on that. And I just, I, Judah, I, I don't know if you can do this, and this is asking too much. But I just want to take a look at the the. the if you take a look at the bars, how they sit in it between slide number one and slide number three, if you can bounce back and forth. And the reason I'm asking you to do that is slide number one is single-family detached, no new construction, right? And you can kind of take a look at it climbs all the way up from 17 up to 2021, and then there's this huge drop down to 2021. This is volume. If you go take a look at slide number three, which is the new construction volume, it's the bars are all over the place. The banner year actually for Greene County was 80, excuse me, was 2019. Now these numbers are not huge. There was 84 units. But the drop between 20 and 21 in Green County, just percentage-wise, was 71%. So if you, you kind of take a look at that, and the question is, is why is that doing that? Why does that bar, that flow of chart, looks different than the existing flow chart? And that's purely because of how difficult it is to get a project off the ground, and how long it takes, and how you have to catch the market, how you have to guess the market years in advance. Sometimes you get it right. Sometimes you get it wrong. But that's an indication of, of how difficult it is, in my opinion, to get projects um, on and off. Because uh, we get on, get on the ground and moving. And UVA is going to find out once they have to go through the whole. You know, there's a difference, right? UVA itself kind of just does its thing. When it's with the, um, and they know this, they're not silly. But when it 
when they go through the foundation, all of a sudden they're swimming in the sewer with everybody else. Difficult to get a project approved. Keith Smith, bring knowledge to the table. Oh, I don't know about that. You I think, always bring knowledge. I think Bill brought a bunch of knowledge. To well, the we table. just found out that was the Sears. I had yeah. no idea. Bill, how long have you been in the area? You said Fashion Square opened in 1980. I came here in 87. So, By the way, when was the last time you went at the Fashion Square Mall? Oh, good Lord. I have no idea. I literally have not been in it in over 15 years. 15? Yeah. No need to. Why Probably would the last time I've been in Fashion Square Mall was like, I don't know, maybe a decade? Yeah. Well, yeah. 10 years? Then why, would, why would you go into Fashion Square Mall right now? Is there a single reason why to go in there? Well, I was trying to close the deal where they were going to be a partner of the Alex Steel <laughs> now. But that deal didn't materialize. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had gone. no idea about I that. Gone. I, I would have never. I would have gone all the time. <laughs> they were a partner. I would have gone. Yeah, all the that's time. right. Yeah, wasn't this a great place? Look yeah, at me. <laughs> Try the coffee here. <laughs> Photoshop people in. <laughs> no, not that you would ever do that, right? No, I would never do that. Jamie Turner, the mayor of Gorensville, watching the program. He says, "Incredible gift by Mr. Manning." Yeah. I wish we could get something going for the empty building in Gordonsville which has been sitting empty for years. Yeah. Paul Manning's got strong ties to Gordonsville. In fact, you can make a legitimate <laughs> argument that Paul Manning is Gordonsville. Have you driven down there during Christmas time? Oh, Gordonsville is it phenomenal. Is gorgeous. It's adorable. You have to stop. It's quaint. It's charming. When approachable. We, when we came back from, oh, that's right. When we came back from visiting Grand Baby or being present for Grand Baby number three, we, we flew in, out, in and out of D.C., IAD. So we and you drove. love Barbecue Exchange. Yeah, it was a Sunday, and by oh. the time we got there... Were they there, closed? They were closed, okay. yeah. This was, we rolled through there about 8 o'clock at 9 o'clock at night, something like... It was close to... I think it was like... It was after 9, so, you know, Well Hung was shut down, or just about ready Love to that shut restaurant, down. Well Hung. Um, shut down. All of them were shut down, but it was snowing. And Yona and I pulled over to the side of the road just to take a look at how pretty... You know, our jet lag was like three hours back anyway, so what the <laughs> hell? We weren't going, going to sleep anytime soon. And uh, so we pulled over uh, and uh, just watched the snow, and it was just really gorgeous the way they set that town up. Just if, if you have not been through Gordonsville at all, but definitively during the holidays, it's absolutely off the charts gorgeous. I like when you talk about stuff like that. That really does. That well, it's from my heart. It's true. It was like, it was because I remember going through Gordonsville in the 80s late 80s, 90s, it wasn't as dainty as it is now, but it is really a gorgeous little town. Tra a lot of traffic, though, because that's a main What do you general. think downtown Gordonsville needs? Jamie, what does downtown Gordonsville need? What could be like a anchor or um, something that would drive even more momentum to downtown Gordonsville? Remind me to go back to, I'm going to make a note, go back to anchor. Yon and I were talking about you um, yesterday. Uh, when we were at um, at the funeral, no, after the funeral, okay. meathead. Talking about <laughs> actually, we were talking about your funeral. Yeah, we're gonna meet Jerry today. <laughs> the, what do you uh, think Gordonsville needs? Uh, I I don't know. That's a great question. Um, you know, to me, it feels like as far as um, and this is just my one man's opinion for what it's worth. I think. On the, on the main drag, on Main Street, it kind of has all it needs. It is so super quaint. Well done. The streetscape is gorgeous. 
you know, maybe it needs more rooftops. You know, maybe that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the business, right? I'm, I'm in the, the real estate business. So I'm, you know, kind of my brain goes there by default. But, you know, maybe some... Maybe what about music venue? Yeah. It, it, the, the question becomes where and how big and where do you park? What about like a scaled-down version of the Charlottesville Pavilion on the downtown mall? I think in the summer it would be gorgeous. What about a local brewery? Well, we have Patch right up the street. It's not Patch that, up the street. It's not, that, it's not that far, right? It's true. That's in it. You have... Uh, you do have Andre, Xavier, and Patch. Andre, you do a great job. Yeah, and then you have um, Ice House, which is... Ice House. Which is a brewery. No longer champion, just Ice House. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Craig Hartman owns it. The Ice House. Your hair's sticking up a little uh, bit. <laughs> Paul Manning actually is the owner, the landlord. That's exactly right. Yeah. So what we were talking about, just to change subjects a little bit, just because we really haven't seen each other since Friday. <laughs> I saw you on Friday. I haven't seen each other since 48 hours. It's been less than 72 hours, and we have a weekend. Was it really 72 hours? I think it's less than that. I'm sorry. Somebody should do the math. I less, think than less than 72 hours, I but, said. But, but Yona asked me a question when we were driving through Fieldstone. That's Fieldstone. Stonefield. Okay. Shops of Stonefield. Shops of Movie Stonefield. Movie theater's going. Right. So we, we, uh, we, went, we went to the funeral. And I shouldn't joke about it, but we went, we went to, it was a tragic. No jokes about funerals. It was a tragic thing. Um, we went to Costco afterwards. Okay. Uh, you little know, Home Depot, little uh, no, 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 Bed no, Bath no, & Beyond. No, 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 no. Had us to old, buy some. Uh, us old people go out on a Sunday date okay. to Costco, right, so you can get a $10 pizza. The... But anyway, we drove around there because Yona wanted a cup of coffee and wanted to see if Grit was open over there. Locally owned, coffee Lo- shop. Locally owned. And she asked me, she goes, so what do you think is going to happen that this, the movie theater... Yona should watch the I Love Seville show. She we should. literally were brainstorming this idea. Uh, and, Yona! Uh, well, somebody has to work. Okay, <laughs> Yona was working, sorry. No, so... And what'd she say? What'd you guys discuss? Well, we, we discussed zero. I don't think that that... I don't think that that movie theater ever was that impactful as a drawer. I don't think, because what made me think of it... Oh, come on. I don't think so. Come on. When was the last time you were in there? No, okay. That, to Judah and I's point, since COVID and the pandemic... No, before COVID. Before COVID, there was more engagement at that movie theater. COVID I, really I, changed the movie business. That, that I get, but before I Before COVID, there was more engagement. okay. When, Stone, when that movie theater first opened, there was a ton of engagement. It's a beautiful movie theater. So if you have a, if you had, it's, and I'm not throwing shade on anything, right? But if you had a choice between that movie theater, Violet Crown, or Alamo, which one would you pick? Same movie, same experience. Which one were you going to, not same experience, but same movie. I, go, I like Alamo the best. Yeah. I, actually, I like Violet Crown. He but, likes Violet Crown. Yeah, yeah. I'm an Alamo guy. I like it because... We all are in agreement that that Regal is like probably the third place of the local theaters. But it's still, you can't say it didn't have an impact on the shops. Uh, well, I think the impacts on the shops is the rents are too freaking high and yada, yada, yada. I don't, th- I don't, I, I bet you it won't have a huge impact. Well, let me ask you this question because you're a seasoned and savvy real estate Hall of Famer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do the other commercial tenants. If the movie theater closes, yeah, is there a clause? Well, I think it is. I think it's on the list. It's, it is. It's closing. 
yeah. It's closing. Yeah. Now, some people speculate that this closing or this announced closing is a leverage or a negotiation ploy to get better terms with a lease. Totally makes sense. I'd be doing the same thing. Okay, which very well could happen. Sure. But let's just say for the sake of a conversation that the movie theater closes. Well, do the other tenants in Stonefield have a caveat or clause in their lease saying that movie theater has to stay open or Trader Joe's has yeah. to stay open or we can get out of our contract or the lease terms change? Sounds like you've written a few leases in your Well, life. I mean, I have. You've written a lot more than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so generally it's generally correct. So, so I learned from you, so I'm looking to no, learn no, no, from no, you. Yeah, no, it's, this is not, not rocket science. You know, Keith and Jerry are going to open up a real talk with Keith Smith. Or just uh, say we open a restaurant right across from the movie theater. We're going to put a whole brand new studio in there. Yeah. Whatever we're going to do yeah. on that end of it. Well, we're going to negotiate in the lease, A, there's a no-compete clause so right, that right. somebody else can't open up another uh, you know, Keith and Jerry studio xyz whatever it's going you're to very be. good at branding i can see but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yay go keith uh I'm, I'm i'm trying to dance around it without getting into too much trouble you're doing a great job yeah and then the second thing is is exactly that there's generally you know generally wraps around an anchor right and there's some clauses typically not all the time but typically in there that if something happens with the anchor it and, and, and it negatively impacts my business yada 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 to do that but i don't think and i believe this from day one i don't think that movie theater ever was really the anchor for that place i don't think so i think costco is more of an anchor i think it that. was i think it was built and marketed and promoted as the anchor or one of well, the anchors. that i don't doubt I mean, I would think the but leasing reality, agents, and we know who the leasing agents, they're friends of ours. Yeah, sure. They routinely listen to this show. <laughs> Got it. So we're <laughs> dancing around this carefully because we don't want to impact their business. But I yeah. would think the leasing agents are saying, there's a movie theater here. Wouldn't you like the rent? Yeah. and, and, and You know that's happening. I know that. I know that's happening. I think what's more, I think what is really the anchors there is... The residential, the apartments that are there? Trader Joe's, Costco. Costco. Yeah, the hotel. Trader Joe, the hotel. So the question becomes, and that was the second question Yona asked me, so what do they do with the space? Right. What do you do with that space? Judah, was it it 65,000 square feet, right? Do we have a a repeat of the Fashion Square Mall on that structure? Now, we don't. Oof. Yeah, but we don't because... Why do we not? The real problem with the Franklin Square Mall is the division of parcels that sit underneath it and the ownership of that. that Home was, Depot owns a large chunk. Richard Hewitt owns a portion of Fashion Square Mall. one entity owns the whole thing. You're right. saying, you're talking Stonefield here. No, I'm talking about Fashion Square. Fashion Square Mall, one entity does not own it, the whole but thing. But in, in, in the Regal Movie Theater, some one entity owns the dirt underneath the building. Yeah, the Stonefield shops. That's the private exactly. equity firm outside New York owns That's the exactly shops. That's exactly right. So now the ability for them to do something with that is much greater. Yeah, well said. Right? Because so there's not uh, too many cooks in the kitchen. There's a, well, there's... There's the ability. They have the ability to do something with that. Now, if they do or not, it's a different story. But they have the ability to do something with that. Where in Fashion Square Mall, because of the way the parcel structure is underneath the building and the ownership structure of different parcels, it becomes extremely convoluted. That's why, what's developer 101 rule, right? Own your parcel and own what's around you, right? 
So if you own this Hold parcel, on, let me, let me, give me, give write me a pattern. Give yeah. me right here, a red pattern. Here, come on, give me right Developer 101, here we go. Developer 101. I'm, I'm learning is, from Smith. Never use your own cash, by the way. That's developer <laughs> 101. Just in case anybody. Don't use your own cash. In case, in case anybody wondering how you lose $17 million. I love million. you so much. That's how you okay, do Don't that. use your own cash. I'm don't use your own cash. OPM, other people's money. Other Always people's do that. money. Uh, and then the second thing is, is control. Control what? Control the dirt. Right? The conversation I had earlier about I've got to figure out the rest of the day to figure out how to solve a problem on a domino deal of foreclosings is because somewhere back in, I won't point fingers, recent transactions, the client we're trying to help has a property line running right through the middle of the garage. How the heck does that happen? That's a great question. I'm trying to solve a problem. Someone else's property line we, we're gonna, running through your yeah, client's I garage. I can't get too much okay, into, gotcha, it, gotcha. into it. We're going to solve it because that's what we do. We, make, we fix problems. Uh, uh, but when it's all fixed, we're going to figure out the how and the why and stuff like that. What did you and Yona brainstorm could go in there? I don't know. We kind of fell flat on it. It you know because it's so large. Well, and then and then you know my brain goes to developing and building right, and the structure itself. You can't you know you can't turn. It, I, I'm thinking because the way my brain operates. Hey, we'll turn it into affordable housing. Here's six thousand. 60 million thousand hundred trillion square feet times two. Wow, affordable housing in Stonefield. That would be a great place. I mean, 65,000 square feet, you build um, a bunch of micro units, studios. Well, whatever whatever it is, but the structure itself would have to be so, I think the renovation or the retooling of it would be expensive. Would be so expensive. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody comes in there, I think. And this is just, we love the movies. We go to the movies, like, religiously. You still go to the movies? Oh, yeah, sure. In person? In person, yeah. Do you? When's uh, the last in-person movie you've seen? Oh, God, well. Recently. The most recent last in-person movie. Am I allowed to say that we saw Top Gun Maverick, like, six times? Are we allowed to do that? Am I allowed you, to say In the movie theater? Oh, yeah. Sure. You went six times? I think it was four times, actually. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yona likes Tom Cruise, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Particularly when he takes his shirt off. <laughs> the beach, ball, the, the football scene on the beach? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't look like, a, is he I, 60 plus? How old is Tom Cruise? I think we're the same age, actually. Is, you and Tom are the same age? You're aging better than Tom. Whoa. You're aging better than Tom. Is my bill going up with you? <laughs> <laughs> How old is Tom Cruise? If I put the over under at 60, would you take the over or the under? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. I think he's under 60 over under at 60 would you take the over I don't the under really judo? and are you on a three shot with the mic on? all i know is when i tapped the owner on the shoulder to talk to her during that thing she went <laughs> stop talking to me stop and then you <laughs> just saying over i'm under a little busy right now 60 years yeah. old you put what do you take the over the under on tommy cruz oh uh, let's see over i'm gonna say under under 60, what are you taking? I think under 60, but not by much, though. Tom Cruise yeah, not by is much. 60 years old. Oh. July 3rd, 1962. He's older than you. That's right. Look at that, huh? Tom Cruise is older than Keith. July 3rd, 1962. I can tell you this much, Mr. Miller. You're aging better than him. I can, Mr. Miller, I can tell you nobody wants to see me walk around with my shirt off. Least of all, Mrs. Smith. I'm only kidding. Nobody wants to see me on the beach without my my shirt on. Um, Neil says I get Keith and Tom Cruise confused all the time. <laughs> yes, I will donate again for this year. I am behind on my donation. Neil. 
to free enterprise phone. And please, everybody, please, that was your best one-liner ever. Please, 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 please. It's rare that the comments. Please don't laugh uncontrollably out loud. Please. And I think the last time I did this, it was a Neil comment as well. I love Neil. Oh, please donate to Neil. Jamie Turner says this. um, This is about Gordon's. Yeah. Gordonsville. I would love. I would love his take on that. <laughs> Jamie Turner is the mayor of Gordonsville, oh, and he and I asked, "What do Gordonsville residents want that Gordonsville yeah, currently question. doesn't have?" Great question. He says, "In summer, summary, the locals are tired of the expensive boutiques and restaurants, and yeah. just need standard businesses to support their life. Yeah, a laundromat, affordable restaurants, and like every other place, things for kids to do. Yeah, that's what he says. Gordonsville residents want." And what's Does, missing from um, Gordonsville? And he knows this better than I do. Does Gordonsville have a public park in the city limits? Uh, Gordonsville's got a pocket park. Yeah. I don't know. What's the name of that little pocket park right on the uh, on Main Street, Jamie Turner? It's got a little pocket park. My wife and I and on our Main son Street. sit there. On Main Street? Yeah. There's a little pocket park right off of Main Street. Okay. I, I um, Jamie, help right me with that. Help me with that, JT. Um, Sandra McDaniel's watching the program. I want to highlight what Sandra has to say because she watches. She, she doesn't leave a lot again? of comments. And when you do leave comments, Sandra, they're fantastic. She says, the sad thing, I don't want to shop if I have to walk outside in the rain in bad weather. I want the mall. Oh, yeah. She says she wants the mall because of the bad weather. Neil <laughs> says, first Friday's music downtown in Gordonsville in the summertime. Okay, thank you. Um, and Sandra McDaniel says, no more nightclubs. No no more nightclubs. Nowhere to go dancing. Because of the rough people north of town, everything that was fun in Charlottesville went away. Bring back fun stuff for people to do to do and experience. Charlottesville is now dull and ever so boring. Oh, Sandra, there's stuff to do around Charlottesville. <clears throat> well, I, re- I respect your comment, though. I, I, you know, for those of us that's been, I don't know how, how old, but... Um, you know, it was fun to go to Tracks when Tracks was around. I remember Tracks, and and there were some pretty, you know, hip kind of places to go to. That you know, when we were in our twenties and our thirties, that that you that you went to. Uh, you know, maybe that's a really great question for Neil. I wonder what the average age is for our MPO. MPO? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Metropolitan Planning area or organization i always get that mixed up so in other words are we are we getting older or younger i can't imagine this area is getting older you can't imagine no i don't know Um, jamie turner says there is a pocket park in gordonsville it's called verling park with the dixon memorial pool great place to sit i bet you neil can try to sit next to my wife my son was uh being a good boy and i tried to sneak a kiss and she said what are you doing my wife said that what are you doing um what was I going to say? What were you saying right Wait, there? Let me ask you a question. Were you clean shaven or not? Uh, you know what? I don't think I've been clean shaven since my second son was born. I saw you a couple times. I, we've chosen I... instead uh, sleep and sanity over uh, hygiene. Johnny Ornalis, I'll get to your that's comment on that. That's not hygiene. You just, yeah, that's not hygiene. You You're got right. the, whole, the whole reverse Don Johnson thing going on. So. Oh, Don Johnson. Yeah, except. Miami Vice. Except. You're not, Are you my? Uh, you're not blonde. Tubbs so, and Crockett. No, no, no. You're, you're. Who would you be, Tubbs or Crockett? Oh, duh. Which one? I, I used to be 
They used to dress like them back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, no, I, a lot of people watching this program have no idea. I have no idea what no we're talking about. Yeah. This is about real Miami estate. Miami Vice. Miami Vice. That, that, was, that, was, uh, that was a classic show, man. That was, that was uh, in long, long format vi- uh, music videos, really, at the end of the day. That's, yeah. That's kind of what it was. Jamie yeah. Turner I was the Don Johnson The true character. mayor of Gordonsville works very hard. Mr. Coiner works very there hard. So um, the... The, the back to the shout out to Neil and, and, and again, I, I was thinking of this this morning on the way in. Um, everybody who's listening or watching, and, and it's interesting, when I have conversations with folks, they, they watch or listen shows that are months old, right? So God only knows when they're actually going to hear <laughs> or watch. Or, no, they do. I know. It, it's, it blows my mind because they start asking me questions. It's because this is streaming. People watch on demand. And, and Smith has ADD, and I can't remember the last show, nevertheless one two months ago. Uh, but do, do yourself a favor, please. Pull down the partner tab. Dive into these. We, I couldn't sit here and have this conversation and have the fun that we have without these partners helping. If they are the trusted advisors in this space. If it's not us, ask one of them. There's a ton of folks in that or businesses in there that can help you through whatever question you might have in the real estate space or any space, to be frank, frank with you, on that end of it. So please reach out. Please talk to them. Uh, please reach out to us. We can help you any way we can. But back to Neil. I've I've got a lot you, of comments coming in. Go I ahead. bet you Neil can access. Oh, I have the age. He's already shared it. He already has it? Yeah. yeah. What is so it? do you guys want to know what the, um, the median age for the Central Virginia area is? I bet you it's in the 50s. What do you think? Are we doing an over-under on it? Uh, let's do an over-under. An over-under on it. What let's are we betting? put the over-under at 40 years old. Over-under at 40 years old. Are we betting something? For the median age. I don't how's, want to take any more of your stuff. I don't want to take any more of your stuff, my friend. No, the no, mid- no, no. It's, it's, it's to stock the bar, so I'm good with it. Um, Hunter, let's do this. Central Virginia area, the median age for the Central Virginia area. So let's area. define the Central Virginia area. That includes... The, the, all the, the, link, the link Neil shared from the Census Reporter website is the Charlottesville, Virginia metro area. So it's not Central Virginia in totality, but it's the Charlottesville metro which, area. Which includes Albemarle, Vanna, Nelson, yes. Green. Yes, 220,569 so that's, people. That's the, what we call the NPO is that particular. Yeah. It doesn't actually include Louise. I think Neil will correct me on that. I, or a portion of Louise. I may, I may be wrong. On that end I'll put the over under at 40 years old. Well, you're age. cheating because you're looking at the number. Well, I, he sent me the link. <laughs> yeah. I'm the guy who's. <laughs> so it's Judah and I betting? Is that what this is going on? Well, I mean, you guys can bet. Pride. I think it's over 40. It's I'm the go MSA, with. he's saying. The I MSA. Think Got I think it's over yeah. as well. I'm What's going that? over 40. I think it's over as well. I think you it's say over 40? Because they don't count the kids in that. You but say over they, 40? Yeah, they don't count the students. You guys are both wrong. The median age wow. in the Charlottesville MSA is 38.9 years old. Wow. 38.9. You'd think a guy in real estate would know that. 38.9. That's young. Yeah. That's young. That's, that's interesting. 38.9. Thank you, Neil, for doing that. Um, Cully Baggett is watching the program. Cully Baggett says this. I never, I never understood the logic or platform strategy of the theater at Stonefield. Yeah. As a former theater owner... 
There is no way that place could have ever survived. I'm not sure what their actual lease cost was, but I think Travinia was somewhere around 22000 a month with a much smaller space and quite a bit more overhead and cost when it comes to the original build-out. As a drive-in owner, the production companies took 50% of my ticket sales from movies yeah. that are over 30 years old. Yeah. New releases take somewhere around 80% yeah. of the total ticket sale revenue. So how could they have ever thought they could make it with rent that high, knowing that 80% of your ticket sales were going right back to the production companies? It just does not make sense. Is it possible that large corporate regal needed a loss for tax reasons? I know that sounds silly, but I just don't understand the thought process. I know from experience that you can't sell that much candy and popcorn to make up that cost, which is the only place revenue actually exists. Um, and I'll add to that. Trevinia, the Italian restaurant next to the movie theater in Stonefield, was paying not 22000 a month, but $28,000 yeah, a month. Yeah. $28,000 a month. So this may be, and I'm taking a stab at it, um, and again, uh, we, you know, we, I think we ought to have like a, a mic and a camera on Neil wherever he is all the time. A uh, Neil camera. A Neil cam. We'll call it the Neil cam on that end of it. Um, this goes back to what I was trying to say about how long it takes to get a project approved. I can't remember off the top of my head, but if I remember correctly, that project went through years of rezoning. Before. Oh, Stonefield was a cluster. And I can't remember the exact length of time. So what has probably happened in the very beginning of that, they had this thing set up as a movie theater. And maybe, again, Neil could probably give us that number pretty darn quickly. But, um, you know, if it was 10 years just to pick a number, you know, for the sake of a talk show, you know, much like the residential conversations we're having right now, all that product type had to have been picked and selected 10 years ago to go through the process because once you start going through that process one of the things the local jurisdictions do not like is to go back and say well the market's changed we want to change this right particularly in 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 the residential world right and they just don't quite understand that well, actually they do because we explain it to them pretty clearly yeah you explain that, it to them constantly that that the you're length, very good at that the length of time is what's hurting i mean it's frankly what happened to us right it took us many, many, many years to get a project in particular approved, and the market changed on us in that four- or five-year process. Um, Johnny okay. Ornalis watching the hey, program. Hey, Johnny, how's it going, owner, The owner of Guadalajara JPA and, and El Mariachi and Zion's Crossroads. And interestingly, Jamie Turner on... This show airs on 15 Facebook pages. Jamie Turner on one Facebook page is giving Johnny and El Mariachi props for being a fantastic restaurant. The owner of that restaurant is commenting on another completely different Facebook page. So I tagged Johnny under Jamie Turner's comment so Johnny could see the props from Jamie Turner. Johnny Ornalis has this comment for the show, however. He says the property line next to the Guad, they had an issue with the property line next to the Guad at JPA. I remember this. The German restaurant building was six feet over the property line yeah. on the old Paul's Pizza spot. Yeah. It was a mess when they sold that property. So um, lesson number one, and, and so we actually, when we, if we're going to help Mr. and Mrs. Miller sell their home, one of the first things we're going to do 
is talk about physical surveys. When was the last time you got one? Yada, yada, yada. And if you haven't had one in any long, long period of time, we're going to suggest one. And when you say no, there's going to be a document you're going to sign that we suggested you to do this, and you said no. It amazes me how people buy property and ref just don't get a physical survey. I, I, don't, I don't get it. So to be clear, what a physical survey does, it tells you everything that's on the, struck, on the property, the corners of the property, easements, building setbacks, where your buildings are in relationship to those, in this particular case, over a property line on that end of it. And it's, you know, always the, you know, the, it's whatever money it is, it's always what money well spent. On the, How much does it usually cost? Oh, it's, it's all over the map. You know, it depends on size and acreage. You know, if you're doing hundreds of acres, it's extremely expensive. Uh, the ones that we're doing right now are in the two to three acre range, somewhere between two to $4,000, depending on. That's a nice chunk of money. It is, but you know what you own. And when this particular couples that we're helping would have done it a couple of years, three, four years ago when they bought and they didn't, um, we wouldn't be dealing with what we're dealing with right now. So they would have known before they bought that they had this issue. Um, Neil offered in perspective, Stonefield was originally known as Albemarle Place. Yeah, I remember that. It was first approved in 2003. Yeah. And he gives a hat tip to Sean Tubbs, one of the most dynamic and stylish individuals in Central Virginia, Sean Tubbs. Yeah, um, uh, I, 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 it's, it's amazing. I get his email, his Sunday afternoon email, and that is, my, that is one of my go-to readings. If you want like a one space location to see what's happening other than the free enterprise form to find out what's going on, it's a quick digestible read on that end of it. Um, I love what he's doing at Town Crier Productions Town Crier. Thank you. and the Charlottesville uh, Substack. So uh, anything else? We're, we're at 11.30. I know you got a noon show. Oh, man, and it's flying by. Wow. A bunch of stuff. Any, any, More any, comments coming in any, Fast and Furious. Sure. Um, another note and on And I want my red pen back because I'm watching you. Yeah, I, I, I know you well enough. I know you well. I know you well. Oh, that was a perfect slide. Whoa, look at that. Through the computer and the coffee. I, I, wow. I, I, I think. That was good. You know what? I, was, I don't think I could do that if you gave me 100 tries. I, I think you did better than that field goal kick. <laughs> that was pretty good right there. Um, JT says, another note on Gordonsville, about 40% of the property lines have that issue. Yeah. I've walked on so many investments because of this. Yeah. One of them I provided as a case study when I first started watching the show. Oh, yeah. That was the one where he did the control burn, I believe. Yeah, right? that's right. I, what what materialized I, with the yeah, control love burn, to know JT? What, know what happened with We the, would love to know what happened with the control burn. If you want to share, no pressure on sharing. Well, that's a that's a that's a great that's a great thing to do to help the local fire departments uh, train. It's, it's Vanessa really... Parkhill, welcome to the program. Hey, we Vanessa. love you, the Queen of Earliesville. She's watching the program. I believe Sean Tubbs is active and watching. Um, oh, Sean Tubbs is off is is watching. He says he says he most identifies as a hologram powered by bees. I'm not. <laughs> you know, he, he identifies as a hologram powered by you know, you know. Um, I hey man, anything you want to identify that is with? Classic Sean Tubbs. Hey, if he wants to <laughs> see himself as a hologram powered by bees, he I can like do it. that. I like it. I'm not judging. I think it's completely cool, Shawnee Tubbs. We love when you watch the program. We That's love it. what you write, Sean. So, so. Oh, it's a different one. It was not the control burn. 
the different one because he bought the control burn. He walked on a different case study where the property, where the uh, different investment property, Got because it. the property line was not in a, a good position. So did he actually pay to have a physical survey? How done? much was the physical survey that you had done, JT? Did yeah. So if that? it's in like a city lot, right? A city like a hundred by hundred fifty, or you know that kind of thing, it, it's probably not that much. You know, it's probably half that amount of money that I was talking about. You know, when you start getting into acreages, it, it gets expensive just from the field work end of it, right? Because they have to physically go out and locate all the corners, and that's why it's called a physical survey. Is that original? Do you do you want to offer some perspective on the Brackney lawsuit being dismissed? Do you want to touch that at all? Uh, you don't have to. No. Uh, Ten million dollar lawsuit. Yeah. It's also, also our friends at Dairy Market, and we love Dairy Market. Yeah. We love Chris Henry. Mm-hmm. We love Jody Mills. Mm-hmm. We love Dairy Market. I was at Dairy Market on Saturday. I had a, with my wife and our two sons. We watched the UVA men's basketball game. I had some Sonic hazes from Star Hill. My wife had a couple Sonic hazes. We had a pepperoni pizza from Dino's. Our oldest son was well behaved, so we got him some vanilla ice cream with some gummy bears that so, moved through. So something about move through that a lot of people don't know that I learned the other day. And a shout out, shout out to um, he told me to keep it secret, but I won't. Um, to Trevor Daniels. Oh, I love Trevor, Trevor yeah. Daniel. Daniel, excuse me, Trevor if Daniel. Can, if you can tag, you him. want me to tag Trevor Daniel? Yeah, I know he listens at I, his at his desk when he's working. We love you, Trevor Daniel. But, In fact, I'm tagging you right now, Trevor Daniel. But, uh, if you are getting props right now. I learned from him, and and I may or may not have Sunday stopped by there to grab some. But if you uh, mention if you mention you're a vet. You get a discount. At uh, Muthru. At Muthru. Trevor Daniel and dropping I, knowledge I, you know, bombs. I love any ice cream that has the word ice cream in it. TD so. giving us some knowledge. Love it, TD. <coughs> so so the, you know why they're catching some heat, right? Are we, We're talking dairy market. Uh, um, refresh my memory on that. Because of that church across the way? <coughs> yeah, that's been in the... That's been in the works for a long time. They're renting the church that, out for venue. I, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. That he, yeah, it's the church was for sale. He bought the church. Yeah. Now they're using the church, and I believe for a wedding venue. Yeah, and I believe it's all tied in together with with the use on it. So I I, I haven't gotten into great detail in that end of it to be honest with you but you know it was acquired went through the process and it's allowed i i I get it you know look the hats off to to my opinion why people have issues because the church it was a historical generation african-american church that's exactly right the church uh, moved to a different location. Correct. And when it moved to a different location, the church was put up for sale. They actually bought the house next to it, which was they the did, past, which was the pastor's house, which they fully renovated. And the ha- they bought the church when they were renovating Stony uh, the, the dairy building, Monticello Dairy. So and when they know, bought the church, they said, "Why don't we have a wedding venue, and then they can have the after party at Dairy Market in that place called was it the Brick Cellar?" Correct. Yeah. The, which is great. So. Those of us have been around, and again, I'll probably get myself into a little bit of trouble here, but those of us have been around for a while. I have not been around that long. Um, but that building in that area was, you know, you would hear this from people. It's Tenth a nice, and Page. Excuse me? Tenth and Page. Yeah, so it was the old um, dairy market or the Monticello Dairy, you know, wants somebody do something about it, yada, 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 right? So somebody do some, does something about it, and it kind of, the conversation kind of switched around the pendulum switch the other way. Um, you know, I, 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 I personally, and I, I'm going to say something publicly that I've said 
to the powers to be over there. They should be doing more community-focused events there. To bring, well, what does that mean? Uh, you know, I don't know, but they should try to bring the community a little bit more into, into, into it. In my opinion, you know, offer local residents a discount or something like that. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is there. But you know, this is you're a PR guy. This is a PR problem, right? You know, they need. To, in my opinion, they should be doing that. And I love them to death and think the world of the Manning family. We just started off the show talking about them. We love the Mannings. The, we love uh, the, Chris Henry. Awesome, awesome stuff they're doing. But, you know, you know, on the other hand, you know, how do you make an omelet? You crack some eggs. Somebody's going to be upset with you. I Believe me, I've done enough development in my life to know that, that, you know, you develop some things that people love and people hate you. I, I, I'll tell you, I say this publicly, I didn't. I didn't realize how much of an ass I was until I started standing in front of podiums and talking to people in public, trying to get projects approved uh, on it. So, well, why were you an ass? People just don't like you because you. Because you want change. It's just it's, it's just it's human nature. Change. It's just human nature, and you um, got to have a thick skin when you do this kind of work. No doubt. Cully says this. I learned that lesson the hard way, Keith. I bought an investment property that was supposed to be 10 acres that ended up being 7.75 acres. Yeah. This lack of land cost me an entire building lot, which was substantial. This is one mistake I'll never make again. Yeah. Always get an updated <laughs> survey no matter what. This Even if you got to pay for it. This particular piece had a survey, but it was from the old days and not correct. In rural agricultural areas, you can figure out about 500 to $700 for two-acre lot survey. Yeah. And Jamie Turner said he walked on an investment property in Gordonsville because the listing agent already had one on hand that showed a discrepancy on it. Yeah. And the listing agent did the right thing. Disclosed. Disclosed. Technically, error. by law, the listing agent has to do that. You have to. If you're aware of it, you must disclose. You have to. You have to. Do or that. you could lose your license. If you are aware of it, you must disclose. Right. So disclose, disclose, disclose. You know, and and and. This particular parcel that I'm talking about, I did a five-minute GIS search before we... I'm sorry, we got to go? No, we're good. A GIS search before we took the listing. I said, look, I know this is... I, I pretty GIS historically isn't right, right? You can look at GIS and the lines can be, you know, don't go by GIS on that end of it. But I said, look, it looks awfully close. You ought to spend the money to go ahead and do it. And frankly, we wouldn't take the listing if we didn't do it. Um... And and they did it, and they listened to us, and we, we've got a solution. We'll 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 figure this out. But it's always better to disclose and know what's going on than not, a hundred percent, hundred percent of the time. So, what do you got going on today at twelve thirty? Oh my gosh, we're swamped. Let's see. New if I stuff. Can, oh, you guys, so, you guys rock and roll on Monday. It's so much news this week. We got. Um, we're going to talk about the church at tenth and page. There was a big expose in the daily progress about this over the weekend the Brackney 10 million dollar lawsuit being dismissed the so my, my question on that is is does that that it that was does it go into the world of frivolous Brackney yeah it goes into the world how do we characterize this it goes into the world of of so of those people like trying to extort a jurisdiction it goes into the world. Well, I'm thinking of, more of the people that we know that were named, right? Is a lot a, of people. Is there a countersuit there? No, I don't I'm not a there, lawyer. I don't, I don't think there's a countersuit. Yeah, I, I think Brackney. This is what Brackney did. And this I got to tell you though, it's changed subjects on you real quick. I, I, moving forward, kind of. I know you want to talk about the past stuff, but I actually met the new uh, 
PD? Police chief Cotchis. Police chief, Jersey guy. Uh, man, uh, first of all, tall and good looking, uh, but spoke well. You know, I, I think they made the right choice just, just to get that out there publicly. I think they made the right choice, and we'll find in the next the next uh, few months and maybe some of the issues we've been having in the city as far as shootings and so forth and so on. Well, he addressed that at his press conference, thank he, goodness. He, he did, but under the right leadership, that might get better. I like it. Hopefully. I like it. Um, Keith Smith. Real yep. talk with Keith Smith. Today's Thank show you. flew by, 11.30. Yeah, it, it, it took me to, to get through my first cup of coffee for the, the gears to kick in, but... Thank you for all you do. Oh, I think you're amazing, dude. No, um, real talk keep with, it coming. <laughs> yeah, realtalkwithkeithsmith.com, realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Johnny Ornalis giving Jamie Turner some props right now. We have so much to cover at 1230 on the I Love Seville show. I want to highlight the fact that realtalkwithkeithsmith.com has all of the Real Talk shows archived, and it is a dynamite website. One of the things I'm most excited about Real Talk with Keith Smith is the market data that's on the website. He is getting out reports, quarterly reports, weekly reports on the Central Virginia real estate footprint. No, not, not weekly. We're not going to do weekly. Don't, don't. I mean, so far it's been weekly in 2023. Yeah, every week we're going back for the 2022, but I just don't want folks to think every week I'm going to put new. It's new. pretty damn good. Uh, it, it, it is, and we focus. That's my most, that's my, I think the most dynamic element of the website. But we folk. Other than our lovely mugs. Oh, well, of course. The, uh, I mean, there's that. And the hair, course. too. Yeah. The, uh, I can't stop looking at it. What's the, wrong with my hair? Is it really that bad? No, you just need a haircut, brother. I do need a haircut. I missed my thing. God, you missed your thing. It's got to be self-conscious. I'm sorry. I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it no more. But, um, you know, we're only focusing really on two things, right? Um, volume, number of units. Uh, and then dollar a dollar amount. It, it's I'm trying to keep it simple to those two, two data data points at this point. Whoa, Jennifer says, Jerry, I'll give you a haircut anytime you want. Okay. So there you go. You've Thank got you viewers Jennifer. and listeners offering, ha- offering haircuts. Ha- haircuts. On Thank that. you, Jennifer, for that comment. Um, you were awesome today. No, thank you, sir. As as usual, I love our I love it when it's just you and I and our and our listeners and our viewers uh, guiding the show. And uh, you know, uh, you guys make me great at, as well as the partners. Though, please please support them. They're they're they're, one, they're silent partners in it. They, we bring them on from time to time. But man, without them, we would not be having this much fun. Real talk with Keith dot com. Judah Wickhauer, Keith Smith, Jerry Miller. Real talk with Keith Smith. Oh no, no, enough singing. Presented by Yes Realty Partners. That just just makes me think of Sean yes, Tubbs and his. Uh, what is that? What is that when you sing in front of a, a karaoke? Sean karaoke. Tubbs is a karaoke superstar. Yeah, I saw a picture of him on. I don't know what it was. The if Court you want, Square. if you want to see one of the best karaoke superstars, go to Rapture and watch Sean Tubbs sing. He's got the voice of a songbird. Mr. Miller, it's a quarter to 12. I know it is. We got to go. And this old man's bladder. He's got to go to the bathroom really badly. <laughs> Judah Wickhauer, Jerry Miller, Real Talk with Keith Smith on a Monday. I love Siebel's show in 45 minutes. So long, everybody. Dynamic. 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 Dynamic, dynamic. dynamic duo, huh? That dynamic. sounds like it.